It's the Tim Cornwall Show with Joe Santorsa. Bringing you news from the front lines of the battle to restore the soul of America. And now, here's your host, Tim Cornwall. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to episode 716 of the Tim Cornwall Show for Sunday, October 15th, 2023. And I'm joined on the show once again by my co-host, co-producer, and resident Photoshop expert, the one the only Joe at Marnus 3. How are you, Joe? I'm doing fine, Tim. Glad to be here. Glad to have you back. Also joining us, the Ed McMahon of the Tim Cornwall Show. Hi-o! Francie 57. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank COVID you. COVID is not over. Woo! That's right. That's right. And uh, uh, from down Atlanta way, Seth P23, how are you, Seth? I'm doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me on the show again. Glad to be here and, you know, ready to do this show with you guys. Yeah, and also joining us from the left coast, Justice Putnam. How are you doing, Justice? I'm doing very well, and it's as well. I'm uh, glad to be back, and thanks for having me. Glad to have you back. Glad to have you back. So, Justice, what's happening down Oregon Way, or out Oregon Way, I should say? Well, out here in Oregon, uh, we were one of the first states yesterday to eclipse the rest oh. of the nation. Oh. Okay. We didn't get it because of it was raining. We didn't right. see it. There you go. Right? Yes. And fortunately, well, we had, we were like right on Damn the margins it. between 90 and 100% of the eclipse. And it was actually stunning. Wow. And, but we weren't expecting to see it because we had a fairly thick cloud cover. But um, wow. it was moving and you could actually see through the filter of the clouds oh that's cool. it was almost like wearing glasses yeah. you know which we nice. wore anyway just right. to be on the safe side Neat. You know? but uh it was actually quite stunning it was an upside down diamond ring and uh ring of fire and it, it was fun i think so uh i think the best it started off uh not so early uh, maybe early for some it was around 8 30 here and um and it did, of course, it doesn't last long, but it was, yeah. once again, quite stunning. So yeah, we, we didn't. There's that. And then, of course, we also have the regular, you know, tug of war between uh, the MAGAs who want to take over school boards and everything else. Mm, yeah. And uh, when I say MAGAs, I mean like Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, okay. you know, and, Love you know, the people. people that fly the Trump flag. Mm. And uh, the more rational people, which would be us, right? So, <laughs> yeah, we 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 so had that's debatable uh, about me. Yeah, we we had pouring rain yesterday morning, so we couldn't see the eclipse. But right, but uh, I think the best picture I saw was from Jorge Tirebiter down in Texas. He had a great photo on his Facebook page. So, if you want to go check that out, yeah, but, I don't know why I it didn't occur to me to take my phone out there and. Right. Take a picture, right? Yeah. John Brito. What was because it was cloud cover. I wasn't expecting it, so I didn't have my phone. Right. With yeah, me. John John Britov also got a great picture. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, so. But anyway, Justice and um so yeah, so uh, so they haven't uh, broken off your area, your county to Idaho yet? <laughs> Not yet. Um they're now this is actually somewhat heartening because some of the more virulent uh, MAGA types on city councils and county boards are leaving office before their terms are up. And I don't know why. Hmm. Other than the fact that um, apparently they're not getting what they wanted to get done. So who knows? But uh, 
there is that. I, I here in town, I'm in the. I don't know why the town Facebook page seems like next door, but it does. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> next door! <laughs> so why? Why do I go there when it's oh. like next door? I even mentioned that. I said, "Are you sure this isn't next door?" I know. <laughs> I used I used to be on next door, and I quit just because the the posts were just it's getting awful. is so racist. It was ridiculous. Yes. It's awful. Yes. And so it's not as bad as that, though it borders on it. And uh, uh, we we have this anti-government, anti-public school faction. You know, it's all part of that secessionist movement of greater Idaho and, you know, the MAGA thing and stuff. And it has its origins in the Bircher movement and then with LaRouche. And it's all the same stuff I remember in high school and in college. And and now they're trying to foist it on these young families as if it's something new. Like, you got to question what's happening in your government school. They're going to lop off your kids' genitals. Right. And and I'm serious. And so I try to set the record straight. And of course, you know, I'm not going to drop F bombs because, you know, it's a, you know, it's a town page. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, my, 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 my uh, opponent, shall we say, the guy who posts all this weird stuff, who is part of a group. I mean, they make it sound like it's grassroots grassroots but uh i i try to remind people you know the cokes really run a lot of things around here and a lot of people are beholden to the cokes because of the lumber mills and the paper mills and everything else that they do but where's this guy's funding coming right from, you know for instance so but um no it's just kind of funny because we live in a small town and there were a lot of people who were keeping their heads down because if they ever lifted them up uh, things would happen like what happened to a neighbor a couple of years ago where their house was graffitied and, you know, because they're gay, a gay couple. And uh, and then the cops wouldn't do anything about it because, uh, well, well, you know, we don't really have any evidence except for the fact their house was graffitied with graffitied with, you know, anti-gay remarks and all that. Get out of town or whatever. We've had a guy armed go on to private property because the. The uh, occupants were flying, you know, a rainbow flag, and he wanted to know what they were doing that in a conservative town, right? That made the national, international news. (laughs) We have continued. In fact, there's even more. We got, along with the uh, uh, Trump 2024, they don't even have a vice president, just Trump 2024. (laughs) You don't need a vice president. Right. right? (laughs) Well, he wants to be a dictator, so there you go, right? Exactly. (laughs) We don't need a vice dictator. the actual... Fuck Biden's flags. They don't say like you know dark you know like um, F Brandon or whatever it is that they do. They just come right out and say F U C K Biden. Yeah, there was a house down the street that had yep. one of those. Yeah, and th- this is yeah. like several houses from City Hall on the way to the elementary and junior high school. The right. kids walk by, and so um, I, I I just like that I'm supposedly the aggressive hateful person because i would what? point those things out yeah wow now the town yeah i well, to get back to the point about people who have been <laughs> keeping their heads down um the the ratio that i'm getting in terms of people sort of backing my position is the heartening part and then there were people actually saying, yeah, I agree with what Justice is saying. You know, people who never would have said that before because they're afraid their house would be firebombed. 
Right. Yeah. So there's that. Other than that, I mean, everybody's lovely. That's <laughs> yeah, going to be Halloween. You know, you go. we're going to have hand out candies to the kitties. And I was wondering if I should remind folks here in town, I am not giving my gummy pot to your kids. There you okay? go. Right? <laughs> you know, get them to find their own and you too. Right. You know, I know you're <laughs> rifling through your kids' candy, open for the pot gummies, <laughs> cheapos. <laughs> you're not getting them. Well, I posted a I posted a picture of the bag of candy that I bought on Facebook last night, and I wrote on it. I said, "Me, do not or don't do not open. These are for the trick or treaters." And then, but put five minutes later, me. Let me just make sure these taste right. <laughs> 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 so. Okay, well, I've uh, yapped enough. I should let folks know that you can find me on Netroots Radio, on uh, uh, Twitter, Mastodon, Spoutable, everywhere at Justice Putnam, and also over at Black Coast where I'm the poetry editor. So check us out. All right. Thank you, Justice. Always glad to have you back. And Seth, what's happening down Atlanta Way? Oh, you know, we 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 we're having some trials. We've 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 got some court trials going on right now, as you know. And um, you know, little by little, it's just a matter. Of, I, I guess the first ones up are going to be, um, you know, what is it, Cheesebro and uh, Sydney Powell yeah. are the first ones to go up in the uh, election fraud scandal unless trial they, thing uh, that's unless, happening here. Unless they accept yeah. their plea deals, <laughs> mm-hmm. they were offered well, plea deals. Yeah, yeah, that's the buzz around the city and everything is that everybody's doing plea deals and doing, you know, backroom deals. And the thing is, you're not seeing as much of it in in the mainstream media, but like in the local news, there's tons of articles about it. And uh, anything can happen at this point. And um, the one thing I think is pretty certain and this is was predicted and is predictable is that there's not going to be nearly as many people going to trial as were indicted yep. because yeah. up to half or more are going to flip on the other half. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and I also don't think there's some people that can't, that can't flip. Like, I don't think Rudy Giuliani has the option to flip because I don't think his testimony is valuable and, or, or trustworthy. Know, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he's he's got a pretty spotty past about all kinds of things, and so I think his he's done on multiple levels. I and, would just um, have a big blow up of uh, him laying back on that hotel bed and <laughs> yeah, through the whole much. trial. Exactly, with his That's hand down his pants. He's done. They got nothing to gain from him if he flips. So whether he flips or not, it doesn't matter. He he's done. Well, and, um, not only does he have Ruby Freeman and, and Shea Moss. <laughs> And, you know, he's got to pay them. But it's this other woman that we, he was working for him that he was sexually harassing is suing him as well. Right. You know, and he's well, bro- not to and he's, the lawyers that he owes money to that are suing well, and, and he's yeah. and he's um, broke. And the IRS just put a lien on his condo in Florida because he owes a half million. Is it 50,000 or a half million dollars in back taxes or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. It. I mean, they're going to have to sell all of those assets and uh, you know bad. all those properties bad. and everything. But oh. you know that, that's what's going on in Atlanta. We're we're just kind of looking at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> right. Play on a more on a more on a more positive note, in Atlanta, we're celebrating Pride this weekend. So happy Pride weekend to everybody who mm-hmm. celebrates. Here we go in Atlanta. So that's really good, and um, you know. That's that's basically it. The weather's getting cooler. Um, 
we're starting to have backyard, you know, fires again, which is nice, and hanging out with the neighbors, and uh, that's what's that's what's up. Hey, so, Seth, yeah, Seth yeah. I, ha- I had one question uh, oh, for you, mm-hmm. and out here we're hearing about the trials of the cops involved in Cop City and all of that going on. Is that mm. is that any kind of local concern, or is that? Oh yeah, it's massive. I mean, um, that's the thing. I haven't really talked too much about that on the show because I don't know how connected other folks are. But yeah, it's a it's a massive story, okay. and um, and um, because the weird with, thing of, with with you know the the major news of uh, Rudy and Trump and all that, I just was wondering how that fit in with the news cycle and if that was actually as much of a concern locally as we're hearing about it out here. It is a concern, and I have. I've signed a petition against it, which is, you know, as much as I can do. Um, my city council person I know has voted against it. And, I mean, it, it's a really strange thing. Unfortunately, there was a protester who was killed because of mm-hmm. it. And I did. Shot, th- shot 50 some odd times, wasn't it? And none of, none of the cops are going to be held accountable. And that's, mm-hmm. that's terrible. That's mm-hmm. absolutely terrible. And the thing about it is, is here's the thing. My my neighbors who live closer to it, who can hear the gunfire from the firing ranges and whatnot, they like live right next to it. Because of the way the city is zoned, they couldn't even sign a petition against it. You hmm. know, and they're the ones who are like, uh, yeah, I used to walk my dog over there, now I can't. Or you know, this is keeping my getting waking us up in the in the early morning or late at night or whatever. And it's like the people who are directly affected by it can't even they don't even have a say. And so. And also, too, as an Atlanta taxpayer, my thing on that is, what's the money for? You know, <laughs> because it started at thirty, then it went to sixty, and now it's ninety million dollars. And I'm like, what are you spending this money on? Like, what what the heck is it? You know, I'm like, like, look, I I, I get it. I, I I'm not against the idea of 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 helping out the police force in any way, shape, or form. But my thing is, tell us what it's for. Like, have a little bit of now, is it, is it, it's a little bit more than like a firing range. It's supposed to be some kind of training facility for urban warfare or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, what and, and what the what hell? I mean, I, don't we have a military or a national guard for that? Well, yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> or is this neighbor... just some sort of extended SWAT team training facility at 90 look, mil? Look, you know, as much as I do and I live here. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I was wondering. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. We don't, even us. Even us residents, even the people who are paying for it, we don't know what this is for. And um, and you're right. I mean, Georgia has several military bases. I've been to Fort Benning. They have urban training places. Could you not do some sort of, know, you know, collaboration or something? Yeah. I mean, it's like why? So the, it's really confusing and it's really strange. And the truth of the matter is, is even the citizens don't know what's going on. And all we can do is sign a petition against it, and we're looking for transparency, but we don't have it. So, all right, that's thanks. to answer your question. It is a thing. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. But uh, yeah, you can you can find me. Um, let's see on uh, Spoutable at at Seth P twenty three, as well as Mastodon on at Seth P twenty three. And thanks again, Tim, for having me on the show. Glad to be here. Thank you, Seth. Always glad to have you back. And Francie, what's happening in Delaware? Yeah. Way? Yeah. What? <laughs> um, I'm besides myself. My right? husband has COVID. Oh, boy. But 
boosted. Thank you. Please, my message out there to everybody, get your booster. Yes, I got because mine. my my husband is of a certain age with risk factors and blah 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 blah. He's okay. Yeah, he got he got sick a little bit, but nothing it could be whole hell of a lot worse if he wasn't boosted. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yes, if you get boosted, you might get it. You might get sick, but it, you're not going to be in the hospital and right. you're not going to die. Right. You won't even become a zombie. Right. I know. I mean, he has, I mean, this guy, He when he had it, we had it the same time last year. Right, yeah. Right? It's like, so every October? <laughs> no. I mean, he kind of breezed through. He's got lung issues, heart issues, blood pressure issues, is overweight. You know, he's over 70. He got all of the factors. And I'm pretty amazed. I think his immune system must be pretty strong because during the height of the thing, when there were were no vaccines and he was an essential worker, he didn't get sick. I mean, so I believe in the vaccine. So please get your booster. That's right. That's right. Get your booster. Get your flu shot. If you're over 60, get and your here, RSV because, shot. Boy, howdy. I can use a laugh, Joe. Yeah. I, I can use a laugh. That's I'd why like I'm to, here. I would like to get <laughs> the uh, RSV but Tim, shot. you said I need a barf bag. Yes. What? Oh, great. Well, when we get to it. Well, right. you know, I mean, come on. I mean, look, Francie, uh, did you hear Mike Lind- or, uh, no, uh, Michael Flynn auctioned off a, a MyPillow signed by Mike Lindell to raise money for Peter Navarro's legal defense? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know who was dumb enough to buy it. <laughs> that crunchy piece of crap. I'm s- oh my gosh! Noise. I, yeah. I, yeah, no, uh, that's that's typical, Tim. You know, just mm. typical, typical, typical. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm here in Delaware. We didn't see nothing because it was crummy as heck. And of course, today it's gorgeous. It would have been a perfect day for the partial solar eclipse because we would have gotten like I don't know, thirty percent, twenty percent. Right. But still, it would have been cool. Yeah. Oh, I uh, I wonder if wherever Donnie was, if he took a nice big look. Oh. Because we looked at the other eclipse. Right. Oh, I hope he's looked up and you know, that's I think that's good for his brain. <laughs> look at. Oh gosh, Francie says so. Tell you can still go blind if you look at the partial, right? Right, right. So, right. Uh, right. So, okay. uh, so Francie, tell people where they can check you out. I saw you took a walk, a walk um, on the beach. Oh yes, I'm outside a lot, so you can't find me. Yay! Um, <laughs> I'm on uh, Mastodon, Spoutable Threads, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. Uh, still on Twitter. I'm not calling it X because it's Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. I'm on there until I get kicked off. You know what you or do, Francie? You replace you put you replace the T with an X, and it becomes shitter. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Go, and it is. You guys who who are off of it aren't missing a damn thing. All right. 
But Justice, you're still there, right? Seth, I'll tell you, you what there? they're. I'll tell you what they're missing: a constant barrage of misinformation and oh god, and hate and oh yep. god, and and the occasional I don't know, newly uh, formed porn accounts from like this month with no followers. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> how stupid oh, oh, did yeah. they think we are? And the ads, like the really cr- um, they're like the middle of the night ads. Yeah. I'm almost. W- w- and some of them kind of hide that they're oh, not really ads. So they're Start letting them get away shit. with that, too. No. Yes. They're they're like hack things. Uh, yeah. So good you times. guys are missing a lot. No. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh, the tire fire now, you know? Right. We're just going to look at the tire fire. <laughs> right. With all right. stains upwind. So, Francie57 on all the things. So, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, some of the things. Oh, and I'm on Twitch and Discord, too. There you go. All right. Thank there. you, Francie. Joe, what's Hi. happening up Scranton Way? Oh, you know, Tim, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dullest area in the world. <laughs> I don't know how Yay! we, we produced it. a president and a senator, but we did somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we missed the, yeah, like, like Francie, we missed the. The eclipse, I wouldn't have seen it anyway because I misinterpreted what everybody told me and I wore my N95 mask over my eye. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, it sort of take, takes away from the, the whole thing experience. <laughs> so uh, I would have missed it anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, nothing much here in Scranton. We're, we're calm. Uh, we're um, waiting for... Um, uh, Trump to go to jail. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, we all are. And uh, <laughs> yes, yes. I I live in the in the only red county in the Northeast. So, oh. our blue county. I'm sorry. We're like a a blue dot in Pennsylvania. Joe, I always like to remind people that we could have the Nuremberg trials in Nuremberg, Pennsylvania. Hmm. You could, you could. They and, would turn out differently because there's a bunch of Nazis living there. Well, same same thing. Yeah, well, you know, no, it was sticking a, a stick in the right. Did you see the uh, Nazis in in a restaurant in Fort Worth, Texas? Jeez, <laughs> no. Yes, literally, they had Nazi armbands on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. Oh well, of god. course, of course, that. of course. This is where we're headed. When fascism comes to America, it'll come wrapped in a flag and carrying a cross and a swastika. Yep. And that's what we're having. That's what we're having. The faux Christians, who, by the way, don't like Jesus Christ anymore. How did, right? you, did you hear about how that? How about yeah. that? Tommy. Justice, did you see that? He's woke and commie. Empathy? Honestly. Christ right? had yes. empathy? We like that Old Testament stuff. You know, the eye for the eye and stuff? Yes. You know? Forget that empathy shit. You know? Yeah. You know? that He's the one that caused all this uh, wokeism. Right. That Jesus. Browns out your eye. All I can yeah. say is wait until they start reading, uh, you know, the poems of, of St. Bernadette. I, you know, they might get a little perturbed. Right, yeah. So. Well, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's kind of scary. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, uh, otherwise, Granton is uh, holding its own, uh, you know, biding its time, uh, waiting to have uh, 
fascism come <laughs> come over to our side. Well, you know, Joe, I saw I saw a, a funny meme this morning of a couple of, of the oath keepers, mm-hmm. and they and their their stomachs were like hanging way over their pants, <laughs> right? mm-hmm. and it says it said if, it said if we if we get to uh, if we get to a second civil war, all you have to do is go up a flight of stairs and you'll be safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all. That's all. Or, or, you know, or stop gra- walking fast. Gravy seals and uh, meal, yeah, meal team right. Start walking away, away fast. <laughs> Maybe or, like the counterinsurgency should be uh, making sure all those guys are eating as many donuts as they can. <laughs> yes. That's what we'll do. We'll just throw some boxes of Dunkin' and Krispy Kreme and we're good. And put it at the end of a dock. We some back the blue. Some of them idiots are going to keel over, you know, from a big old heart attack. It's amazing to me how they, they the reason the bellies are hanging over is that they still insist they, they, they wear the same 32-inch waist that they did in high school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they do, but they have to tuck it under 58 pounds of flab. <laughs> and it doesn't work. Right. I learned long ago that a man's got to know his limitations, and mine's been expanding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I weigh I weigh 147 pounds, wow. and I'm in a size 32, and they fit, you know. Yeah. But uh, so I can't imagine being a 200 pounds and putting a size 32. But I see it all the time. Well, imagine I see being it all the time. I mean, imagine oh, being six three and two. Too. Joe, imagine being six three and 215 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> I wish and, I was. I'd look like Muhammad Ali in his uh, in his prime. Right. There and you Joe, go. then they wear those tight waisted pants and then tuck their shirt in. Right. Yeah, that's oh. the thing. Or What's they up wear with that. Or they wear a speedo or something over it. Oh. So so we have to see man and the belly. Ew, <laughs> you know, ew, it's ew, like they're ew. like they're like Buddhas in khakis. Right. Sometimes you don't know if they're wearing a speedo until you know, because kind of like I don't know. Are, are they well, really wearing a speedo? Sometimes I wonder if it's you know you know justice. I, I think it's body art. <laughs> they not actually have a shirt on. Because it flaps around a lot. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Uh, Oath Keepers, not to be confused with some of the Proud Boys and uh, Patriot Front. They they might that's be a little thing. bit more brawler type. So that's another thing. How could they be proud? Right. I know. Did you ever take a look at those guys? Huh. And they're not boys. They're not they're boys, not and they boys. should not be proud of what they look like. Well, I mean, and and you know, the beard doesn't help either. Right. Um, huh. You know. I, I have no idea what there is with this preponderance of bearded, tetonic, I don't know, night crawlers. Mm. Or, <laughs> as we call them, single helix mutoids. <laughs> you know, anybody who's worked with horses uh, uh, know what a, is a proud cut. And whenever I hear a proud boy, I'm always thinking about a poor proud cut horse. What is a proud What is Oh, it's the horse that they do a surgical thing on where they kind of cut their genitalia and whatnot. But uh, it's it's to get the full or get the uh, mares into uh, the mood so that the, uh, you know, the the real stud can come and do the job. Mm. Oh, Oh, goodness. Nice. That sounds like what it's like. That's, that's sort of like a crude way of putting it. But have you ever been on a horse farm? That's how they would put it. Well, you know, I don't know. It's, it's the way the mafia works. You cut <laughs> their balls and put it in their oh, mouth. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That's it. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I would never go around Ouch. saying I'm part of the Proud Boys. I'm like, call oh, yeah, them a you are. cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, did you have to bring up Kevin McCarthy again? Huh? <laughs> did you have to bring up Kevin McCarthy again? Uh, just a little te- te- teaser. <laughs> I feel sick. Jeez. I feel sick. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you wait. I already need my barf bag. He's running for speaker, and he means it. <laughs> oh. Right. Well, anyway, you can find me on Mastodon and Facebook and uh, WordPress and, you know, all that stuff. But I got to tell you, I've given up. Mm. And I burned the bridge, too. I burned the bridge. You know I burned the bridge. Anybody that wants to... Uh, copy my matches and gasoline i do have that that last tweet saved yeah. and yes. you can copy and paste it and uh, they'll kick you off too there you go Yay. goals <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, okay, yeah, justice you really have to you really have to take the plunge <laughs> i've been thinking about it you know i've tried all sorts of things like you know pointed remarks about you know why the government should be giving money to a uh, you know, uh, heir to an apartheid blood emerald fortune. You know, that's not enough. You won't kick no, me off for that. That's, that's well, I mean, not enough. You got to do what I did. Making fun of how he's named his kids. No, that won't do it. You got to well, go right for the jugular. Well, he, I mean, Elon Musk has managed to turn a $44 billion company into an $8 billion company. So, yeah. yeah. And, well, he's following inflated, some... too, apparently, by the actuaries out here. He's following, yeah. the, he's following the Trump model. Right. <laughs> yeah. who, could, who could bank I, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, well, I hear the banks, <laughs> yeah, I, the banks, might, some... the banks might recall his, his loans and take Twitter Yay. back. From right. Yeah, that's where I was going to go with that. Yeah. There's some talk that they may repossess Twitter. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Hilarious. Yeah, that would yeah. be repo but Twitter. The, but the oh, question no. is, is the do they qu- send a tow truck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, well, the question there's also, is, there's also reporting on, you know, I mean, not from the alternative press or you know, but you know, respected press, that there was a um, uh, communication between Musk and. Not Leonard Leo, but maybe it was Singer or one of the other guys from that that group who gave him a point-by-point way of essentially destroying this platform that gave people like us a voice. Mm-hmm. And he's been following it right down to, yep. you know, calling the ADL, you know, kicking them off. And also, I mean, it's just, it's it's crazy. Yeah, we played that. So that's something that I would hope would get more reportage. Yeah, especially since they're giving this guy all sorts of money for Starlink. Mm -hmm. And you know, I mean, that's that's a little scary. Yeah, well, that we played that clip last week from uh, Rachel Maddow, where she Mm -hmm. broke the news about that. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So, but anyway, thank you, Joe and Tim Cromwell, hailing from the great city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we are uh, on. Stitcher, Apple, Google, and Amazon podcasts, and on Netroots Radio, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. Thank you, Justice, as well as Radio for Humans, Mondays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And uh, But if you're already listening to this, <laughs> we got a great Facebook page that Joe runs for us. And with that, let's do the Follow film. me on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Pinterest. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on MySpace. What the hell is MySpace? Follow me on Musical.ly. Follow me on Reddit. Follow me on the sidewalk. Follow me on the road. Follow me on WhatsApp. Follow me on Daily Motion. Follow, 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 follow me. Hey, Francie. 
Yeah. Who's your social media friend this week? Um, MeTV, MeTV Network Threads.net. Love it, love it, love it. Because all things MeTV, you know, because we got the Sven Gulli, we got the Flintstones, we got the Carol Burnett, we got the Beverly Hillbillies, we got uh, Leave It to Beaver, we got all the shows because I'm old. Hollywood. That I grew <laughs> up on and That's grew right. up on. And it, it takes my brain away and off of. All the awfulness that's going on. Yeah. Well, I've been so disappointed in Swingooly this month for Halloween because all of the movies they're playing, I've already seen them on his show. Right. <laughs> it's like they're all well, repeats. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, well, what, what, does he have a suggestion box? <laughs> right. <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, that's what I picked because uh, I need a break from all of, the re- all of this reality. Hmm. <laughs> All right, thank you for watching MeTV Network on Threads. I'll put a link in the show notes. And let's go to Seth. Oh, man, I'm going to go with my congressperson, Nakima Williams, Georgia, District 5. And um, I just have so much respect for her. She's the person who took the place of uh, John Lewis, you know, after he passed away. And she's doing an amazing job. And I got to tell you, I'm really grateful that I live in a place where I don't have to call my congressperson to say, don't vote for Jim Jordan right. or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, I know that my values are her values and, and we share them equally. And, uh, but one of the things I wanted to bring up is that, um, just reading a bit off of her website real quick. It says today, Congresswoman Nakima Williams, Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz, and Congressman Wesley Hunt are co-chairs of the bipartisan Congressional Caucus on Black Jewish Relations, and they issued the following statement on the terrorist attack in Israel. And they go on to talk about, you know, you guys. I don't want to take up the show, but you you can read it if you want. Just just Google Nakima Williams if you want, and um, and. You know, that's that's really par for the course. I mean, of course, she's going to be in a bipartisan congressional caucus, you know, caucus on black Jewish relations because that's who she is. Right. And um, we're really, really proud of her. And we're grateful that she's going to be there. And uh, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to vote for her as long as I possibly can. And um, just, you know, so I would recommend checking her out, giving her a follow on whatever social media you use nowadays. And uh, you can just check her out on her, um, you know, page. And, and just see what's going on. So Nakima Williams, Georgia Congressional District 5, is my recommended social media person of the week. Thanks. All right. I'll have a link in the show notes. Thank you, Seth. And we'll go to uh, Justice. My social media friend of the week this week is 10 Graves at 10 Grain at Mastodon.social. And uh, you guys may remember uh, T- Ten Grain from Twitter, and and also I Crooks do. and Liars, yeah. of course. I have a lot of yep. friends over there, at Crooks mm-hmm. and Liars. Now that I think about it, fully caffeinated with two times the sugar, unabashedly <laughs> liberal, an award-winning blogger, America's United First Freedom First. You can find his blog account on the Fediverse at mockpaperscissors.com and also on the web at mockpaperscissors. And sometimes, as I mentioned here at Crooks and Liars, he also says, be kind whenever possible. It is always possible. And that's from His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. And he also uh, puts down here social media cult failure since 
2006. So I, I, I have a lot of affinity for that. And yeah. so you could as well. So if you haven't uh, looked at uh, uh, mock paper scissors or red 10 grains uh, work over there at Crooks and Liars, do. But follow 10 Graves at 10 Grain at Mastodon.social. Thank you, Justice. It's, I'm, I get so excited when I find people that I followed on Twitter that I liked and uh, mm. find them on other platforms. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see the, and th- no pun intended, the exodus. Right. So. All right. 10 Grain at Mastodon.social. And Joe. Mm, well, my, uh, I know you don't want to talk about the war, but my, my, uh, Social media friends of the week are two people I have to admire because they do work that I would never do, and that's mm-hmm. war correspondent. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I picked uh, Clarissa Ward on Instagram, and uh, I know she's on CNN, but uh, she's, I mean, it's just amazing the things she does along with my other pick, Richard Engel, on MSNBC. Who, right. I mean, it's just amazing to me that they'll put on a helmet and a, and a, a flak jacket and would press on it like that's going <laughs> to save them. And um, they're and, they're making it. Se- they're they're kind of making it seem like they're in a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go stand out in a hurricane. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, and then <laughs> let's hang on to a pole and sh- show you how the the wind picks up my legs. And uh, yeah, I, I only you could get you could really like. I'd rather be in a hurricane than yeah. in in a barrage of, of rocket fire. So, uh, you know, kudos to all, all. And I know they're just two of many people who, and, and one lost their life, a Reuters. Uh, Reuters videographer, uh, di- I believe. Videographer, yeah, lost his life, uh, of all mm-hmm. places, on the northern border. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, kudos to all of them who, all the way back to World War II. All the way back to World War Two, where they they stayed with the troops and got the news out. And yeah. uh, it's it's important work. It's it's dangerous work, as mm-hmm. we see. Uh, but um, just kudos to them for uh, being willing to go out there and and do that job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. I, you know, I, I, I'm. I don't really want to talk about the war just because it's just been dominated. I, I had a hard time finding clips for the show this week, mainly because it's all that's that, that everything on all cable news is twenty four seven, you know. And and it's just, I don't know. It just, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sick of all the people who suddenly become armchair experts on the Middle East, just like they become yeah. armchair yeah. experts on COVID and and vaccines and blah 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 blah, whatever it is. But, well, you know, you know, it's the same thing with the, the legal stuff. I mean, everybody's all of a sudden has legal degrees too. Right, which, right. You know, um, so, you know, so. it's an it's an important story. Yeah, I mean, I it is. But you but know, I mean, and, the thing and, is, and, is uh, that you know, no matter which side you're on, which there are not really a side here, but I mean, there are Palestinians who are innocent. There are, is the Israelis who are innocent. And we shouldn't confuse them with the governments or the terrorist groups right, that exactly. claim to represent them, but don't. Right. And um, it's an important thing in history. I mean, I mean, so 
You know, Tim, when I was when I sent you the clown car on Wednesday, I, I half wrote that, and then I stopped, and I said, I better not do this because it's going to be outdated. And then I saw the news on the speaker race, and I said, no, I'm going to go through with this. <laughs> <laughs> because it was the only thing, it was the secondary story running all week. Right. Was what's going on in the House of Representatives. And uh, so when I was, I, I was thinking, well, a clown right. car, what could I do? What could I do? And then I'm thinking, and I started writing that, and I stopped, and I said, and I better not because I'm wasting my time but then when I saw them come out of the conference I said no nah, this is this I could write this for weeks <laughs> right yeah so. yeah there was I know there was a couple of things on MSNBC that really aggravated me this week about uh, one was when they showed the picture of the decapitated babies huh. which I'm I thought I, didn't see it. I just uh, yeah. thought that no, was I'm glad I, I was like why up. why are you showing this this is oh giving in giving, this is what the terrorists want people to see to scare them. Well, you, you know, know, Tim, I half understand yeah, like, that. Not spread that around. Here's, here's, here's. I'm, I'm of two minds of that. I, I understand it's, it's repugnant, and I understand you don't want to give them any of the publicity. It's like you don't like mass shooters and stuff. You don't say their names. But here's the thing. I, I often thought. I wonder if the, for instance, if something like. Uh, happened at Ubaldi, right? At, you know, mass shootings. Um, if they showed what those children looked like when an AR-15 splatters their bodies, mm-hmm. if people saw that image, saw it, pushed in front of them, uh, would that change minds? I, I don't know. I really don't. I, I, I think I don't it's... Know I think I think if, even if you showed, you know, some of the autopsy pictures. I mean, if the family, I, I understand the families wouldn't want that, and and I understand the repugnance of it all. But, geez, I, I, I'm wondering, do we need the shock value? I, I think of, and you'd remember this, uh, uh, Justice. Mm-hmm. What what turned the tide in the Vietnam War? Yeah, it's when war whole- correspondence. But when the whole middle of America, that supposed silent majority, were suddenly confronted with the truth, the truth, exactly. A little girl started seeing it on. They started seeing it on Walter Cronkite in more than just a couple seconds snippets. Could you forget the picture of the little girl naked running down the road who had been hit by napalm? I I understand that's a repugnant picture, Mm -hmm. but I also know it's iconic in that. It changed minds. Right. This is real. These are but, human beings. This but is But Joe, the, the, the problem in this like beginning in the fog of war is that mm. when you see images like this now on our social media, like there was an image of uh these these uh I don't know, a dozen or more babies mm-hmm. that had according to the post is that they were killed in an Israeli bombing in the part of Gaza. And it turns out to be Syrian babies bombed by uh, the Russians. Unfortunately, that was a democratic Congress person. And that's the problem. And so I see these things. I'm like, I am not RTing this or sharing this because I don't have any, uh, now any certainty that this is legit. I, I know, I know you don't, and I know we can't because of the, the, and, and I got to tell you, I've seen too many dead babies and dead grandmas and grandpas and, and stuff in real life, you know, and everything in between. 
You know, well, that's what I say. That, that, it's hard. It's hard for me to want to see any of this anymore. But I understand where you're at. And you don't have I, to see it. I mean, because yeah, yeah, you understand, I understand the problem. We all here understand who, the problem. The people who want to just, I don't know, we don't have malls anymore, so they're not going to the mall. Whatever it is that people are diverting their attention from a tragedy, you know, sometimes they need to be confronted with yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not you or me or Francie or, or, or anybody here on the show. Because we understand, for instance, when somebody goes with an AR-15 into a school, the right. damage it does. We know that. We, but somebody going in with a GoPro, watching, like you know, to, filming what they're doing, I don't want to share that. Not, not right. even, even. I'd love you know? for one of these 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 senators or congressmen who come out and say about the Second Amendment and everything, and then pick up a picture of of a T-shirt filled with goo that was hit by an AR-15, and say this mm-hmm. right in your face. This. This is your Second Amendment. This is what you want. I mean, sometimes I, I, I feel I, I want to just shove that right in their face and say, "What if this was your kid, your grandkid?" Okay, look at this. Yeah. What did What did the Allied Powers do? I I think it might have been Eisenhower. I think it might have been Eisenhower himself who ordered that the uh, the Nazi town folk bury the dead from the concentration camps that were just right there at the town limits, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes I wonder, maybe not as brutal, but shouldn't we have people at least working in ERs and seeing the result of their Second Amendment? Well, this is what I mean. Those are the people. Those are the people I'm addressing. Those are the ones that need to see those pictures. Right. We know what what, <clears throat> what a, what a, a high-speed, high-velocity bullet does to a body. Mm-hmm. You know, but but show it on camera. Show it to these people when they come out of their their goddamn little little uh, cafeterias and say, "Oh well, yeah, I had the second mammy," right. and then say, "Yeah, here, this is your grandchild when she gets hit by a, a high velocity bullet. Would you like to see her like this? Right. Is this is this worth your second fucking amendment?" Right. I like to just push it right in their face. Yeah. And I I think sometimes. Like I said, I'm of two minds of this, but I think sometimes that's what we have to do. We have to show people what it is. And I remember Vietnam, and I remember that picture of that that little girl running down the road, burning from napalm. And it hit home. Yeah, Uh exactly. Well, you know, I mean, we kind of got sidetracked there, but... uh but yeah, I mean it's, it's it's terrible, and and I guess you know I guess is what it's going to be until it's over. You know what I mean? If it's if it's ever it's never over, never, never over. So, but never. anyway, so uh, Richard Engel and uh, Clarissa uh, Ward, CNN, uh, have links in the show notes. I went with Joyce Van uh, White fans. I love her <laughs> on the Sisters in Law podcast, but uh, she was she she just posted on reporting on the the thing about apparently. In the closed GOP conference in the House, uh, where they elected Steve Scalise or nominated Steve Scalise for Speaker, is that Jim Jordan blew up at, at Steve Scalise because he had uh, he got 113 votes and Jim Jordan got 99 and he screamed, he screamed, "All right, but you get one vote and then you're out because America wants me to be Speaker, <laughs> right?" And uh, Joyce just put, "Amer Jim Jordan, America wants me." America? Huh. No, no. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, sirree. No. No. Right? Yeah. Yes. 16 years in office. 
never had one bill of legislation. He's a bomb what thrower. That, guy that guy's a bomb He's a thrower. bomb thrower. That's exactly. all he does. So, And he's uh, gotten to be quite rich in his terms. Hmm. Yeah. Well. well, he's also in a gerrymandered district that he wouldn't win if it was actually not, not drawn like a, you know, like a scribble. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too. It's like, what about the other congresspeople who are in, you know, swing districts? It's like... They, they can't afford to vote for him because they won't get reelected. I'm talking about like the Republicans right. who have a, you know, a good, a good share of Democrats in their district. It's like that, that, that's just a, a death blow for them. I mean, yeah. well, that's, you know, and this I, is the thing. There's no way. Go ahead. They were counting on, you know, a red wave that would pick them up 40 or 50 seats, you know, in the majority so that, so that they can, the crazy caucus wouldn't have any control. But what happened? They ended up with a five vote majority. And so the crazy caucus is driving the whole Benny Hill clown car. Right? Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. You, that's funny. Yeah, no, you're right. But my, my point is, is like, there's no way he can, I, at least I don't think I've been wrong before, but I don't think he can muster the votes, you know, because of, of the Republicans in swing districts, but I don't know, man. I feel like we're we're in the bizarro land nowadays. Bizarro well, world, and up, up is down, and black is white. I don't I don't know what's going to happen next. Well, know? I mean, the thing is, I mean, what I'm reading is that that uh, Gates wants to force a vote, a floor vote, to make him speaker on Tuesday. He doesn't have the votes, and some of the Republicans are saying if he does that, they're not going to show up. So if they don't vote, that lowers the, the threshold. If five Republicans don't vote, that lowers the threshold from 217 to 212. And guess what? If 212 Democrats vote for Joaquin Jeffries, <laughs> boom, yeah. he's the speaker. He's the speaker. Right? <laughs> that would be, be awesome. Yeah, that but would be I the think twist the plot twist. So, I would just love. <laughs> I would love to see so, that. But I think that if that happened, there would be a motion to vacate <laughs> before he could even <laughs> grab the gavel. <laughs> Uh, could be, yeah. Okay, because I was going to ask. I mean, couldn't who 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 invokes a change of the rules, and how do the rules get changed? Do yeah, they have to well, go the through question. the whole caucus? Is it just of the party that is holding the speakership? Is it ostensibly to well, I think they who have, is holding the majority? I think it's how does that work? I think it's a majority vote on the floor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, so well, so well, yeah. the least amount of repugs on the floor, the better. Nice. Yeah. Well, we'll give all of our social media friends the applause. And speaking of crazy, Matt Gates was on Meet the Press. Congressman Gates, back in 2008, when then Speaker Paul Ryan announced he wouldn't seek re-election to Congress, here's what you said about moving to replace him early. If we take Paul Ryan off the field right now, instead of being able to finish strong in the 115th Congress, we will shatter into a bunch of factions fighting against each other for power. We got enough of that in Washington already. So, Congressman, where was that concern for party unity on Tuesday? Unfortunately, we're in a very different position today than we were back then. Also, I don't know that that was 2008. I think it was 2018. You may have missed a decade. In 2008, I was in it the state legislature It was 2018, absolutely, if I misspoke. 2018. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
no, no problem. We've caught up. Uh, but now that uh, we have the circumstances we're faced with, you know, we had a leader who had made multiple contradictory promises that nobody could trust. So there was no way to move forward. Paul Ryan was in a quite different position in 2018. And uh, you're not seeing factions divide. Matter of fact, you saw Brian Fitzpatrick just the other day, someone who doesn't hold my view on a lot of things, a more uh, moderate Republican, endorsed Jim Jordan, my hero and mentor and judiciary chairman. So I think we're actually going to come together uh, quite soon. I think we've got two great choices. And I think that you're going to really see an invigorated Republican Party. We were in the doldrums with Kevin McCarthy. We had no budget. I mean, we have not had a budget in this country for decades. So I think that it's about time we follow the law. We have single subject spending bills. And then we work with the Senate and the president and divided government to meet our priorities. That's a lie. We haven't had a budget in years. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Stupid. Uh (laughs) What a liar, right? Wow. So, oh, man. And, you know, and then and then uh, Kristen Walker had uh, Nikki Haley on. And then mm. so that she could come on and lie. I want to drill down with you on some of those divisions. Yesterday, almost all of your Republican rivals blamed the Biden administration for this attack, as I just discussed with the secretary, citing the deal they made with Iran. You just saw the secretary of state effectively say there is no link between that deal and the horrific attacks that unfolded yesterday. Do you think it was irresponsible of your rivals to level that allegation without any evidence or proof? I actually think it was irresponsible for Secretary Blinken to say that the $6 billion doesn't weigh in here. I mean, be honest with the American people and understand that Hamas knows and Iran knows they're moving money around as we speak because they know $6 billion is going to be released. That's the reality. When I was at the United Nations, you saw that when those planes were attacked by Obama— to Iran, I went to the International Atomic Energy Agency. I met with them. What happened was those funds were sent to Hezbollah in Lebanon. They were sent to Hamas in Gaza. They were sent to the Houthis in Yemen. They go and spread terrorism every time they get a dollar. It doesn't go to the Iranian people. It does go to terrorist attacks. And Secretary Blinken's just wrong to imply that this money is not being moved around as we speak. And and yet, Ambassador, hours after that immediate attack. Is it irresponsible to level that charge when you really don't have any evidence of that at this point in time? The evidence is look at what the Iranian people have done to freedom-loving people around the world. Look at what the Iranian people, the Iranian regime has done to threaten Israel over the years. To think that they're not moving money around is irresponsible to say that to the American people. They're moving money around to threaten those they hate. They hate Israel. They hate America. They are going to continue to use this. It was wrong to release the $6 billion, but let me tell you what else was wrong. It was wrong to go and have that debacle in Afghanistan. It was wrong to waive sanctions on Iran that gave them even more money. Money has been flowing to Iran, and that is the problem. Oh, when Iran gets money, they use it for hate. And Ambassador Haley, just to be clear again, the Secretary of State said categorically they have not seen a link. Right. Tim, Joe, would we you have like a to... quick rundown about this whole shit? Thing? Yes. Would you like so to we clear... put it to rest? Yes. Can we clear this up, please? Yes. Let's clear this up. First of all, the $6 billion 
was money that the Trump administration approved. No, it was money that was that was well, seized me, from Iran. Wait, wait, wait it wait was a their own money, wasn't it? They, they, Iran sold oil to South Korea. Okay, for which South Korea owed Iran six billion dollars. Okay, that was a violation of the ban of the embargo on Iran. But South Korea was given a waiver to buy that oil and make the transaction by the Trump administration. The Trump administration, right? Right, in 2018. That's correct. And that money was put in a bank in South Korea, okay, and frozen. Okay, but it was money owed to Iran. It was their money, but it was frozen. Okay, now, for a technical reason, Iran was unable to access that money, okay, well, well, because of the embargo, but they were unable to access that money. To make this prisoner swap, okay, the Biden administration agreed that because there was, if they wanted to allow them to have access to the $6 billion, he the Biden administration allowed South Korea to transfer the funds to Qatar. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there was a technical reason why the bank in South Korea could not transfer, could not, you know, uh, transfer that money, and it had to go to a bank in Qatar that could. Okay, now it's sitting in Qatar, still Iran's money, still frozen. Right. And there are limits to the money. So how does this work? How could they be moving money around? First of all, the money, if it's to be used, is for humanitarian purposes. Now, how do we know it's humanitarian purposes? Well, here's how you know. (laughs) Because if Iran wants to buy, for example, food for some of its people, it has to go to Qatar. And Qatar has to take the money and go to a United States supervised and approved vendor. Buy the food or water or whatever it is they need and have it shipped to Iran. Right, but it also has to be approved by the Treasury Secretary, right? It has to be approved by the United States. Right. Yes, and that's what I said. And and, 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 and then they go to an approved vendor, pre-approved vendor, buy the material, whether it's food, medicine, clothing, whatever, and ship the goods to Iran, not the money. They never see the money. Right. Okay. They ship the goods to Iran. Okay. So they do not, they're not moving money around and they didn't get any money. Right. And another thing, to date, not a single penny has been requested right. by Iran. And okay. So shut your mouth, Nikki Haley. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And it's fake news. Right, and and because the Republicans are running around saying this, the Biden administration agreed to refreeze the money. Yeah, which I don't understand because the money is frozen in in essence. It never changed. Yeah, but they froze it, it so that they can't even request it now. And also, can yeah. we can we also put a little bit truth to the lie about Joe's involvement in the debacle in Afghanistan? Okay, I want to remind folks. Who invited the Taliban to Camp freaking David where they signed mm-hmm. the deal for mm-hmm. the Taliban to take over? 
Right. Right. Well, you remember that picture of, uh, of uh, what's his name? The former Secretary of State um, under Trump. Which one? Which one? <laughs> oh, God, I can't think of it. Whatever. Seller? The one where he was over there meeting with the Taliban in Afghanistan. Oh, I can't think of his name. But anyway, but Trump gave them, what, 50,000 Tal- mm-hmm. 50, Taliban soldiers that were in prison or whatever, terrorists? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sure released yeah. all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think so, I think that yeah that was a release like five thousand soldiers he released yeah, for 5, some weird deal. Fell in love with yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike Pompeo. Taliban needed him for Mike when Pompeo, they were going to take over Kabul. Yeah, Mike Pompeo. That's what I was thinking of. But uh, but yeah. So but oh, and did you see Trump was? Oh my God, his posts on True Social. Hey, that guy's that guy's seriously going off his rocker. <laughs> Literally, I mean, we thought he was crazy now or before. Jesus, now he's like. His, I mean, it's just between his trials and and now he's now he's now he's like, oh, if I were president, uh, the Hamas wouldn't attack Israel. <laughs> just just bull- really? making up bullshit is crazy, but uh, but uh, so uh, and then um, RFK Jr. decided he's going to run as an independent, and so he had a campaign launch, and this happened. I need my speech. You should never be president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guarantee all those people applauding had COVID. Right. <laughs> you know uh, that, that guy is going to probably do more damage to Trump. Oh, why do you, you think know, to, to Trump than he is Biden? Why do you think and that's the why they're that's why they're dumping on him now? Yeah, the Republicans are all of a sudden all of a sudden they're like jumping all over him because they know he's going to bleed votes from Trump. Yeah. Every every time I see and or listen to that clip. It's like, I, I get confused because it seems like uh, a part of a Cone Brothers movie. Right. I know. He gets <laughs> you know, up and he's I, like, I, I, Where, where's my speech? He's, he comes to the podium. Where's my speech? Oh, it's upside down. <laughs> it's upside down. That's like the total <laughs> metaphorical story where that guy is coming. From. <laughs> you know, the, the crazy thing with Republicans is they're having the same problem in the House as, as they are with the president. It's like they can't bring themselves to get anybody who can reach across the aisle, who has bipartisan support, who's not crazy. Like, they're stuck in crazy land. They don't want to reach across the aisle. They have no intention of having any agreement. Yeah. It's their way or the highway. The only people that... Yeah, the only people that had any chance, say like a Mitt Romney or somebody like that, he's retiring. And it's like anybody who who could try to be an actual person who could get Republican support and could still work with Democrats, 
is are, are just leaving politics altogether, and they're just going into crazy land. World. I think you're, I think you're I think justice, and uh, I think you're wrong about this reaching across the aisle thing with Republicans because there is at least one Republican I know that really really knows how to reach across the aisle. And that's Lauren Boebert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I would say oh, she's not. Re- she's not really able to. <laughs> she's not able to reach across the aisle. Just the not the, too far. The theater seat right next to her. <laughs> did you see? Far. Did you see the the billboard oh, that someone snap. put up in Colorado? It said Lauren Boebert for Congress. She'll jerk you off. <laughs> I don't know if it's real or not, but I've seen that over Facebook. That's funny. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's reviving the new Christmas gift, gift, gift dick in a box. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just waiting to see how many Lauren Boebert Halloween costumes are going to be this year. <laughs> but Joe, <laughs> with an extra hand. <laughs> so Joe, or Tuesday, dressed up as Beetlejuice. All right. So Joe, yeah. Tuesday morning, I'm sitting watching watching the Stephanie Miller show, and then you started texting me about <laughs> blowing up. <laughs> About a travesty on MSNBC. Oh, I I woke you up, didn't I? No, I was watch. I know we were watching Stephanie Miller. <laughs> oh, okay, because uh, because I, I I almost I almost they almost uh, Barbara had to come in and peel me off the ceiling. Right, that was about this. Here. Well, first with respect to Prime Minister Netanyahu, I was just out there in April and I found him. I met with him. I found him to be very engaged on everything. Uh, really was. Um, uh, amazing the, the the knowledge he had about everything going on in the region and and that's a pretty left wing paper so I, I'm not sure that I buy that I, I think that he has been engaged look going forward as Republicans you know my argument's been very simple uh, if the election is about Joe Biden's failures and our positive vision for the future, which it would be if I was the candidate, we will win. <laughs> if it's about what uh, piece of paper or document was left at the toilet at Mar-a-Lago or all these other things on January 6th, if that's what the election's about, uh, then it's going to allow Biden to be in his basement uh, and, and they are going to be able to do it well, again. Me, so just a question for Republicans. That, uh, you, what you, do you, you want to be you, talking you, about? You, you, you talk about a toilet, uh, it's, it's something being, that, that really brings up an issue I wasn't going to bring up, but let me ask you really quickly, because we're about to run out of time. Uh, should, should Americans be concerned? Are you concerned by the fact that President Trump uh, revealed war plans to invade Iran and military attacks against Iran uh, to people that didn't have have classified uh, uh, classified ability to see those documents. Well, look, I think that's an allegation. It remains to be seen. Obviously, if it's proven, that'd be a different thing. But I would just note, and I think this is why a lot of Republicans are concerned about some of these cases, is that he was being attacked for years as being in collusion with Russia. And that was not accurate. Uh, that, oh, was a, was that was a false narrative that was created. And right. so I'd be uh, uh, remiss if I just dove in and accepted all those things. I think he has his day in court. I think he's innocent until proven guilty. But the reality is we are dealing with this situation. And if the elections are referendum on all those other issues, if we're not talking about inflation and interest rates and the border and crime, then that gives the Democrats a huge advantage to try to retain power. Yeah, because, Joe, you were like, uh, you were like, because I think I'm going to explode any minute if any more shit hits the fan today. I actually yeah. texted Tim in all caps. Right, you did. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw your reaction too, Joe, and and I agree with you. I mean, I 
why give these people a platform? It's like, what's the point? It's Justice, like, if you missed it, I, I, I sent a, a meme out. I got on Photoshop right away. <laughs> and I sent a meme out of, uh, uh, it's a shot of the of a scene from the old Frankenstein movie. Whoa. Only it had, it had Dr. Frankenstein and his assistant, which was, uh, I, I, I substituted uh, Joe Scarborough and Mika. Right. <laughs> and Joe saying, maybe it'll work this time. <laughs> they have, they have, and they have on the table. They have Frankenstein, but I put, uh, Ron I DeSantis. put the DeSantis's head on it. Right. <laughs> and, it, and and Joe's going to Miko. Oh, I I think it'll work this time. And she goes, I don't know. Oh, you remember it happened in 2016? Right. <laughs> oh God. Why? Did I, you- I said, you know, even Doctor Frankenstein only did it twice. <laughs> and then he knew better. Well, you know, I mean, you remember back in 2016, they had they let Trump call it in, and he'd go on there and ramble his bullshit, and then you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, they turned on him yeah. when when uh, when Trump turned on or you know criticized Mika, yeah. Mika Brzezinski. Oh, she was bleeding from all. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, and, and, and here's here's the thing. So I guess his defense would be, well, you're the liberals, you know, you don't want to hear, you want to, you want to censor everybody. We want to hear from everybody. Why would you want to hear about Israel? I understand everybody was hyped, is hyped up about what's happening in in the Middle East, and they should be. Don't get me wrong, they should be. But why would you ask this man, mm-hmm. who has blessed the Nazis in his own state, and and said that they were fine people. Right. Okay. In his yeah. own state. This man who wants to say that slavery was a jobs training program. Okay. He wants to whitewash yeah. history. He wants to wipe books out. Okay. This man, you want his opinion on Israel? Because he doesn't give a shit about one Jew. Not one. Oh, no, no. He said that. And, and I don't know how this works. You'll have to explain it to me, Joe, but he announced that he is sending a rescue mission to rescue Floridian residents who are caught in the quagmire. Right. Well, did you hear about that? Right. (laughs) Keith Oberman was talking about that. So apparently what he did was he signed some executive order and he claimed that it's that he's sending rescue flights to get Floridians stranded in 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 Israel and Palestine to get them home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when what his executive order was was really a memo <laughs> to their you know state official to re to work with the federal government <laughs> oh. <laughs> to get to, to get sounds flirting. like Casey was on the job there right mm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, 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 and how how are these flights supposed to get Florida residents out of Palestine out of Gaza when the border at Egypt is closed right. <laughs> How is that going to And the happen? flights aren't going in and out, right? No yeah. flights are going in and out of Gaza. Got to tell you that. No I, flights are going in and out of Israel. Uh, you know, I, have to, tell I tell you, you what. If, I, don't, I don't often agree with Bernie Sanders, but I actually do in this case when he talked about how Gaza and Palestine is basically an open-air prison. You know, right. yes. and um, I and, – and this is coming from a Jewish man, you know, and, and so – my point is, yeah, it, it, it's been really hard. I, you know, I've said to people before, like at work and stuff, I'm like, yeah, you know, Palestine, the Gaza, it's 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 basically apartheid like it was in South Africa. And people were like, oh, no, it's not. It's definitely not. I'm like, yeah, it kind of is. They don't have freedom of movement, you know. 
And now, having said that, I don't want to justify the atrocity of of killing innocent people under any circumstances. I'm not saying that, but I'm I'm, I'm saying that it's it's a difficult place. You know, no, I think I think is. you have to differentiate, like I said at the beginning, between the Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and the Israeli people, right? And there were and, and there's Israeli people that are hostages right now, yeah. that were working there for peace with Palestine. Yeah, right. Okay, and Americans so, too. Same yes. thing. Yes. So, yeah. so you know, and, and, and there's not only there's not only Gaza. You know, there's the the, the the West Bank, there's the Golan Heights. These are all hot spots. Don't don't also discount the months and months and months of like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people in the streets streets of Tel Aviv like every weekend mm-hmm. protesting Netanyahu's takeover of the yep. judiciary oh, yeah. and, and, and yeah, the that's other a good number point. things yeah. what's, what's the, 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 the the neutering of the IDF yeah and so now they're blaming him but but you know you had like I I, I, I think of that music festival mm-hmm. and I just it just really bugs me. And, of course, then I think of, like, the rubble in Gaza with people underneath that rubble, and that really bugs me. Right. And I can't discount the fact that we have some really, like, uh, shall we say, dysfunctional people with an agenda being pushed by people sitting in multi-million dollar penthouses in Doha telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So well, I, and and what's what's encouraging it, it, it politically in Israel is at least here usually like what happened in 2001 on uh, 9/11 is that everybody emotionally went behind Bush and 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 right. uh, you know things like that. That's not happening in Israel right now. I think that there's a really strong. There was already a strong protest movement. Absolutely. I think Benny Gans in the mix of this might well, be able I, there, to there temper was an, some of it. An article in in the, mm-hmm. one of the leading newspapers there that said that Netanyahu is nothing but a dead man walking politically. Right. They, they, he, they, he is finished. They, they are not rallying around him. No. What they're doing is rallying around their troops. Right. Right. Joining the military, the reservists coming from the United States who has dual citizenship but are enlisted men in, in reserve, going back to Israel to fight. That's what they're supporting. They're supporting their people and they're supporting their army. Netanyahu, I yeah. think, is finished. I heard he, I heard that, yeah, they think he's done. I heard this. That's this, why this, they got Benny Gans there to yeah. sort of – because – well, let's hope because there's there is still a strong faction of uh, BB adherents in the military, so we got to be careful sure. of that. Well, well sure, the one sure, thing sure. the one thing I did hear about BB this week was apparently Trump Trump criticized Netanyahu, and yeah. and his response was he's irrelevant. <laughs> Who cares what he think what he says? So, <laughs> but uh, that, that's interesting. No, that's a good point to make. Yeah, yeah for sure. But. Uh, Somebody Sorry. got a racetrack going by, but but uh, uh, Olivia Troy was out on the uh, on the book tour circuit and uh, made a stop at the View. I think he has done a great job of sort of marketing himself as the champion uh, for all of these people who are behind him in this movement. Yeah. But like we've sat in these meetings, what is so frustrating and angering to me is the fact that 
He has nothing in common with any of his supporters, and I, I detest the way he speaks about them. Like, oh. when he would talk about them in meetings, it was so disparaging to them. And I think about my own family members, who, by the way, are very unhappy with me. I've got a lot of family members who are still Trump supporters. They're very upset that I am a Trump critic. I think about them, and I'm like, I hate the way you speak about them sometimes behind closed doors. They must be used to it from their families. Oh, yeah. Something going on there, because I don't understand it either. Everybody know he, would he invite any of these Trump supporters to Mar-a-Lago, as I'd like to know. I don't think so. Right? <laughs> Ah, hell no. They'll, yeah, they'll come to his rallies, but he wouldn't he wouldn't lift a finger for them, right? Yeah. Nope. Yep. Nope. So, so, Joe, to set you up for the clown car here, uh, you know, last uh, we had about a month ago, we had uh, Speaker McCarthy being the, the blob. <laughs> you there, Joe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so Kevin McCarthy was on with Brett Baer, and Brett asked him this. Can you absolutely rule out being drafted to go back at it? Look, let whatever is decided. I know decided, you say, let the conference decide, but here yeah. you are. Listen, if you, you've been on TV a lot. You've been on Fox six times since Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you still in the game here? Is that why? Look, I'm, I'm, one thing I've always told America, I'm never going to give up on them. So if, whether I'm speaker or still a member of Congress... I have an ability to lead and say and do things, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help. I'm going to help the American public to do what is right and try to get this Congress in the right direction. Oh. <laughs> so, Joe, shall we? Let's go. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. Today our nation faces a multitude of crises that may change the fate of our country and the precious freedoms it guarantees. Inflation, border security, the wars in Ukraine and Israel threaten our way of life and millions of people around the world who look to us to be a beacon of democracy. Uh It is more important than ever that there is a strong, principled, and intelligent Republican to be elected to Speaker of the House to show Congress and our country the path forward. Sadly, no Republican has these qualities. Instead, we are left to choose from a group of single helix mutants who have turned their gene pool into a super fun site. <laughs> but there is one man who can rise like a floating turd to the top of his DNA cesspool. And that man is Kevin McCarthy. Yes, the very same Kevin McCarthy who floated to the top of the Republican septic tank last January, only to be flushed down the toilet like the result of a Trump dump after a breakfast burrito. Only Kevin McCarthy has the self-loathing and lack of principles and self-respect to sell his soul to accept the job a second time. 
The fact is, Kevin McCarthy has no soul to lose since he sold it years ago in Mar-a-Lago. Kevin is the only candidate for Speaker of the House who understands what is important in this election, and that is the preservation of Kevin McCarthy. Hi, I'm Kevin McCarthy. Yes, my voice has changed since Matt Gates cut off my testicles on October 3rd, <laughs> since my public humiliation. I've had a lot of time to think about what is important in life. You all know me as a bumbling congressman from California who was the first Speaker of the House in history to be fired and have his ball sacks put on display in the Congressional cloakroom. <laughs> but only my closest associates know the absolute lack of self-respect that drives me to want that gavel back. So when it comes to a vote, vote Kevin McCarthy. I may not be your first choice, but I'm willing to be your second, third, fourth, fifth. Six. I'm Kevin McCarthy, and no one approved this message. <laughs> Paid for by the committee to keep the shit show going in the House of Representatives. <laughs> oh, my what a stupid son of a bitch. What a stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. Eh? <laughs> oh, that was great, Joe. <laughs> that was funny. Seriously. So George Santos says if, if, uh, if the Republicans work with Democrats... Uh, to to, uh, to elect a speaker, then uh, he's quitting. So oh, he's, he's quitting anyway because they're gonna take him away. Yeah. He's gonna go right. to jail. <laughs> yeah. Yay. yeah, and then the Brazilians want him. Yeah, and then if uh, if what's her name, uh, Victoria Sparks from Ohio, if she she said if she if if the speaker doesn't create a debt commission and put her on it to try to eliminate the debt, you mean the debt that tr- the seven trillion dollars that trump ran up with the tax cuts right yeah, you know one. right uh oh then then she's gonna quit too so well, there's two down so now we're what Yay! three seat majority <laughs> that's great so wow crazy 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 well i you know he called me up he wanted a political ad because he thought he'd throw his hat in the ring and i said well i don't usually write for republicans but for this i could do that for this one <laughs> You know, there's a, a little bit of dirt on his origin story. He cites his, I don't know, he's like 19 or 20, and he supposedly like owned a deli, and that's how he learned about regulations and overregulation and government overreach and everything. And it turns out that his parents own like three or four gas stations in the, you know, the the San Joaquin Valley area around Bakersfield and and out you know, up and down the valley. So three or four of them. And in one of them, he had his dad allowed him to make a little plywood bar in the corner, you know, just enough for like a, you know, four by eight piece of plywood. And uh, he served sandwiches there. And Mm -hmm. that was his supposed Kev's place that he cited all the time before he became a used car salesman. Wow. Right. (laughs) So, so it's no wonder. I mean, when you think about, McCarthy being a used car salesman, it makes a lot more sense now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, we said earlier, it's just the continuation of the uh, Benny Hills. <laughs> yeah. Clown. Car. No, he. But he wanted to be dealership manager, but he was only able to get to you know the guy meets the people on the lot and says, "Oh, uh, I want you to meet my manager." Yeah. Well, that was what Kevin was. Right. And then uh, right. So then the the Republicans meet behind closed doors, and they. 
vote Steve Scalise gets the most votes. They nominate Steve Scalise, who once said uh, he's David Duke without the baggage, after yeah. he, after he attended a white supremacist dinner or something. That was David that. Duke is baggage. Right. I was going to say he he really means he's you know like David Duke without the carry on baggage because he's right. got a lot checked in. Right. And this guy that's, that's right. and this guy gets shot on a congressional yeah, baseball really. baseball field game in the morning, you know, and then he, the woman who saves him is a black lesbian who's married to her partner. And then he goes on to vote against her rights. Yeah. <laughs> the woman who right, saved yeah. his life, the guy didn't learn anything. No. Nope. You know, I think it's really telling the fact that he pulled out of the race because. Well, he's undergoing I, tra- cancer treatment too. Yeah. That's, I think that has a lot to do with it. And well, he doesn't have the vote. Other than the fact that he's an odious individual, uh, going through chemo right now is not fun. Well, well, I think my point is is that you know he was second in line after you know McCarthy, uh, the brief McCarthy, yeah. And 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 the thing is, if the second in line is going to pull out because he doesn't feel like he can win, then where does that leave the rest of them? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like they're they're in a really tenuous spot. They're in a you got the little bow tie guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. That little hey, Kabanga Gamble. He could bang a gavel. <laughs> yeah. well, the get, everybody forgets guy. about him, but he's he's got a flyways chance of making it. Yeah, well the bottom line uh, is none of them have any leadership skills. Right? That <laughs> that's, that. that's why that's why they're gonna want to spring for, what, for a little Wasn't it Buck? Was it Buck who said that they can only govern as a minority? They're really just bomb throwers. They have no idea how well, to govern. That's what Jim Jordan well, yes. is. Right? Yeah. And the, I and think that was Buck. And Buck is no hero, I gotta tell you. Right. Well, Chris Hayes. And, and that's the thing. I'm like, I think the other side of this too is that they're all really scared. Mm-hmm. They're all scared to go to 15, 20 some votes and lose. They're all scared of the humiliation of trying to run and being the only guy and just being dragged through the coals and losing. And I feel like there's a big sense of fear among Republicans and, and they just don't want to run. Yeah. You know, they don't have a, they don't have a candidate and well, I don't think Jim Jordan is going to do it. Maybe when Nazism comes to America, it's going to fail because their people are so inept. When, yeah. when, that? when Nazis awesome. come to America, it's going to come in with a bow tie and a gavel. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just crazy. <laughs> I mean, the, I'm I mean, one of your dapper deeters. Yeah. I mean, the, the, clips that I, the clips that I put together were all just, you know, all these different Republican congressmen, you know, trying to predict the crazy, the you know, that that's just nonsense right <laughs> so of course we need to turn to the to the uh, the late night shows now that they're back right <laughs> yep or what's really going on so we so uh, we'll start with jimmy kimmel speaking of bad genes sarah huckabee sanders is trying to huckabee s her way out of her first big scandal as governor of arkansas and as far as scandals go this one is a doozy Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders is facing a potential legislative audit over the purchase of this podium. According to online records with transparency.arkansas.gov, the amount owed to Beckett Events LLC was $19,029.25. I think the process just wasn't as clean as it should have been. Uh, Again, it's been reimbursed by private funds. Uh, Nothing was paid for by taxpayers, and that was the error on the front end. Sanders yeah. and her staff have been accused of spending um, more than nineteen thousand dollars on the elect. This is a class D felony in Arkansas 
to fudge public records. But if you remember seeing her playing fast loose with facts on she was press secretary for Trump, you know that fudging is Sarah's passion. She's, right? Some call her the Ooh. honorable fudge <laughs> Judy, in fact. Let's have another look at that lectern. It's, it is sexy, I have to give her that. Looks like $19,000 well spent. You could buy a town in Arkansas for $19,000. You know who could use a press secretary like Sarah Huckabee Sanders? George Santos, who is now facing 23 criminal charges. Just to give that some perspective, the BTK killer only had 10 charges against him. Santos has been indicted on charges of conspiracy, wire fraud, falsifying records, and the most Photoshop ever used in a single headshot. He's, he just told him, keep airbrushing until I don't have a nose. When news of this latest round of indictments broke yesterday, Santos, who was in Congress, all of a sudden got his 10,000 steps in quick. Comment, I, was, I did not have access to my phone. I have no way you resign. Only George Santos would say he had no access to his phone while he is on <laughs> that very phone, but go on. They said that you stole people's identities. Did you steal people's identities? <laughs> I will not. I have no comment. I was in conference like everyone else without my phone, so I have nothing well, to talk about. I need to take a look at what you're Did you commit? Why are you talking about the no, uh, basic question? Um, the that is no. <laughs> and now he's got an assault charge, too. This is. <laughs> Snowballing. Now, one of the more interesting charges that Santos is going to have to face is an allegation he charged his own donors' credit cards without their permission. Wow. Did you charge to your credit card donors money? Did you use their credit cards to reward yourself? That's the allegation. Uh, no. I will look at it. And why should you, should you be able to vote in the speaker's election? Such a key election when you've been charged with all these crimes. He slams that door a lot, which is funny because I don't know if you noticed on his way in there, he's got a sign that says, yes, we're open. <laughs> Not anymore, I guess. So it's good. He should get used to being in a confined space because the prison walls are closing in. His former campaign treasurer pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit fraud. And his fellow Republican congresspeople in New York just introduced legislation to expel him. For obvious reasons, Santos has been dodging reporters, but we think we might have tracked him down. And um, he's, if we could, yes, there he is, Congressman Santos, is that you? Kianis, uh, Congressman Santos. That, yeah, that's you. No, 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 no. Me llamo uh, uh, Gloria Stefan. Okay, well that, uh, Gloria, what's with the costume you're wearing? That is, the costume, it's not a costume. It happens to be National Hispanic Heritage Month. So thank you for being an insensitive white Diablo. I'm so, I'm insensitive. You're the one dressed like Speedy Gonzalez for no reason. Are you trying to flee the country? Is that what's going on here? Why would I try and flee the country? <laughs> that was hilarious. He's dressed up like a me like in Mexican garb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with New York politics very much, but uh, the campaign treasurer on Santos' campaign was also Lee Zeldin's campaign manager, right. another repug who had a hard fall. Yes. Well, okay. So back to the to the Sarah Huckabee Sanders thing. So apparently. What I've been reading is that she took a friend and went to Paris, France, and spent nineteen thousand dollars on the on the trip of tag with taxpayer money. And when and when like crew or one of the one of the organizations 
um, you know, subpoenaed or or they FOIA'd the record. She tried to block the FOIA request, but she was unsuccessful in blocking it. And so all of a sudden, when the press found out about this $19,000 that she had no, no, you know, no proof for, she claimed that they bought this podium for $19,000 and went and bought a podium off Amazon for 750 bucks <laughs> and tried to pass it off as this $19,000 podium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she's another charlatan. You know what I mean? I mean, just a scam artist. And her response you know? to all this is she wants to get rid of now. She wants to get rid of the FOIA law. <laughs> no, oh, sure. Because right. why should why should there be freedom of information? I mean, well, you know. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's that's the rumor. I don't know. I don't know if okay. it, they, he didn't mention it there, but that's that's what I've been reading. So, but, yeah, I uh, guess what was it a weekend trip? Oh, I don't so, know. Well, it spent nineteen thousand five hundred dollars or something like that. I mean, I would think it'd be well, more mean, than you, a weekend. But you know, she's yeah. not going to go to some you know like bed and breakfast in San Denis. She's going to be in the ritzy part of the Ritz. Well, I just hope I'm she. Saying. I hope she brought back the bed bugs. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, maybe she brought him. Ah. <laughs> right. There you, go. Yeah, there you go. Right, right. Yeah, the bed bug right. outbreak in Paris. Yeah. So, uh, and then Stephen Colbert. Speaking of fools, Donald Trump. <laughs> he is still out on bail and hitting the trail down in uh, West Palm Beach, uh, Florida last night. He comforted a troubled world rocked by recent okay. tragedy. This is the worst microphone I think I've ever had. <laughs> I hope you can hear me back there. Justin, don't pay the bill for this mic. Of course not. I'm blowing out my voice talking to this stupid mic. This is the worst mic I've ever had. That is the hardest he's been on a mic since Pence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what I'm not sure what to make of that. I'm not sure what their reaction was. That was neither approval nor laughter. <laughs> that was like, I'm mad at you that I enjoyed that. <laughs> he complained on. Turn up the mic. <laughs> Is it okay? Trump's old man. And then I don't pay a bill and they say, Trump doesn't pay his contractors. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's a rotten, lousy mic. <laughs> the state of it, but it's not my deal. It's not my deal. I have oh a good God. mic. What a, what a I always have. You don't have a good mic. It's a very difficult deal. You walk out for for two weeks. You talk and you say, "What the hell happened to his voice?" The state of Israel is a blessing to the world. Our prayers are with them now. That was an abrupt. That was. The lighting here is terrible. The deli spread is warm, and they don't have any name brand soda unless you count RC soda, which I do not. Nana loved life and was taken too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Then he laser focused on the Middle East, and it got worse. I read all of Biden's security people. Can you imagine? national defense people. And they said, gee, I hope Hezbollah doesn't attack from the north because that's the most vulnerable spot. I said, wait a minute. You know, Hezbollah is very smart. They're all very smart. The press doesn't like when they say, you know, I said that President Xi of China, 1.4 billion people, he controls it with an iron fist. I said, he's a very smart man. They killed me the next day. I said he was smart. What am I gonna say? But Hezbollah, they're very smart. 
Does he know he doesn't have to compliment all the most evil people who have ever lived? <laughs> right? Say what you will, and they hate when I say this. Stalin had great teeth, okay? <laughs> they get mad. They say, oh. Why does he say he must have flossed? He was a great flosser, Stalin. What am I gonna say? He got right up in the gum line, okay? Very good flosser. Four out of five dentists agree. FDR, gingivitis. <laughs> That's it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't show his gums on TV. So bad he couldn't walk. Trump also had this bold prediction for 2024. When we win next November, it will be an epic political earthquake, the likes of which the world has never seen before. If we don't win, this country is going to be fire hell. Oh, no. Mm. Not fire hell. Mm. (laughs) That's the most famous hell. That's the the brand name hell. (laughs) That's so much worse than Kirkland's signature, heck. (laughs) So let me get this straight. If he wins, epic earthquake. If he loses, fire hell. He really does think that he's the alpha and the omega. When I die, everybody dies, okay? When I blink, everybody dies for just a little bit, okay? Then they're back. Look, dead, live, dead, alive. You're dead, you're alive. You're dead, you're alive. Dead, live, dead, live, dead, live. And folks, and folks, let me ask you this. Can you believe this? microphone. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see he praised Hezbollah? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my no, God. So weird. I heard it. Yeah. Oh, God. What a week. What a week. But, uh, F- Francie, you got your yeah. you got your, your uh, hyperventilation bag? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yes, I got it. I wish I had an oxygen tank. Yes, well, you've heard about this show called Naked Attraction on Max? Nope. Okay. It's like it's like the nude version of the dating show. <laughs> or, oh. Or the dating game. Remember the dating game? Uh, I don't know yes, what to make of that. Game. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Okay. So, so, so naked. So the contestant naked. the contestants are naked and they okay. and they reveal the men <laughs> from the bottom <laughs> from the the bottom half of their body. <laughs> oh, so no. the woman the Ooh. woman gets to pick her date. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get to see her naked and then they get to see her naked so uh jimmy kimmel did this hilarious clip you've seen aunt okay. aunt, aunt chippy <laughs> oh, yeah. so they bring in aunt chippy to watch the show naked attraction aunt chippy is now a dating show veteran so we thought we would get her take on another popular show uh, the hbo max show naked attraction have you heard about this show guillermo <laughs> yeah this is a dating show the contestants pick out who they want to date based on their private parts. They show the... We thought it would be fun to have Aunt Chippy review it. She loves this kind of thing. So Now, obviously, we had to blur out the dirty parts for our TV show, but for Aunt Chippy, we made sure she saw every uncensored inch. So we all good to go? Aunt Chippy, you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Ready to go? Yeah. All right. Can we please reveal the bottom half of the bodies? Are they naked? It's only as if you don't see six penises every day. Oh, for <laughs> sake, you've got to be kidding me. I'm not going to watch this <laughs> This is bullshit. I don't need to see their penises. <laughs> you brought me from Vegas 
here to see somebody's penis? <laughs> to be honest, a lot of penises. I'm unimpressed. It gets better. It does. Oh, it does. It gets better. What do we do? See the hair under their arms? What else? Do they show the crack in their ass? What else is that? Nothing is sacred anymore. Nothing. Why to stop? I know. <laughs> there is an elephant in the room. She has to judge on their by their penises. Holy. Wow, that took a lot of brains to think of something like that. How many animals have the trunk of a penis? Gee, don't we all want one? She's gonna date one of these guys at the end. Who should she get rid of? She should get rid of all of them and keep the guy on the right. That's the guy that's got the best physique. He's good looking. What about his penis? I don't, I'm not judging him by his penis. It's a penis. It's like a vagina. Not exactly. Oh, for crying out loud, this is ridiculous. You are about to meet them for the first time, but not before they get to see you naked and tell you what they think about your body. And are you a fan of it like a sort of fuller bush? Um, I don't have any presence if it's too full on. What if one of your kids did was on this show? If one of my kids? I'd smack the out of them and leave them for dead. <laughs> no. We talk a lot about penises. What about balls? <laughs> what the hell am I doing here? I want to go home. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, my ass. We have to get through the episode. Get through what? What else is there? Uh, yeah, it looks like a moose. Would you consider being on a show like this? If you ever try it, I will cut your penis off and shove it up your ass. That's what I would do with yours if you put me on a show like this. Ever. Ever. That's pretty aggressive. Yes, I'd be very aggressive. And then, you know what? I would take your boss, Jimmy Kimmel, and sit, sit next to you. Do the same thing to him. Well, there's one more. Oh, great. What we needed was one more. One more what? I've seen everything. I've seen tits, asses, balls, breasts. What else is there? I, does Jimmy know I'm watching this stuff? He does that little bastard. Wait till I get a hold of him. I want to go see that guy right now. He's not here. Oh, all of a sudden, he's not here. Oh. Gee, all of a sudden, Jimmy is no longer in the building. You've been out of work for five months. Where are you? <laughs> oh, my God. When I saw that, I laughed my ass off. The best was the one guy who had a tattoo around his penis that was an elephant. Right. And the penis was the trunk. Oh, God. That set her off. Oh, yes. That's when she said, oh, yeah, a great imagination. <laughs> oh, God, that was hilarious. Love me a chippy. So now I got to watch that show. <laughs> Have you watched that show, Joe? Yes, and Chippy. I love Aunt Chippy. No, I mean, the audience, huh? Have what? you watched the actual show? <laughs> Naked Attraction. <laughs> oh God, no. Where, where would that, that be? It's on Max, HBO Max. No. Yes.
It's oh. number three. It's the number three most popular oh. show on Max. So thank you. <laughs> I will take hard pass. I'll watch it. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. I, I, I just... I, I don't I have know. problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd be all over the internet. You don't have to watch. <laughs> I have, no, I just I was just thinking that I uh, I turned down a production gig on the Gong Show because I just thought it was too crass. <laughs> yeah, well, and, I can just and see. I'm thinking about, oh my god! The, the Gong there were show. people on the production crew of this show. What the hell are they thinking? Right. <laughs> well, I'm, I can oh, just Gong see you, Justice, sitting good. down. With, I can just see you sitting down with your mom and watching that. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, no, we were clothing no. optional our family, and um, there's a reason why I'm not now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, so, Justice, tell people where they can check you out. You can find me five mornings a week on West Coast Cookbook and Speakeasy on Netroots Radio, and you can also find me on Twitter. Mastodon, Spoutable, Blue Sky, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. And not on Naked Attraction. (laughs) No, no. If it was, it would be Nude Attraction. (laughs) Just so you know. We don't feel bad about it, actually. Anyway, you can find me most anywhere at Justice Putnam. And also, I'm the poetry editor on Black Coes. So check us out over there at Daily Coes. All right. Thank you, Justice. And Seth? Oh, well, thank you, Tim. Glad to be on the show again. Um, you can find me on Mastodon and Spoutable at, at SethP23. And you can also check out my uh, partner, Elaine and I. We have a, um Instagram account called Vegan ASP, and you can see all the different vegan meals we make over there. So you can check us out. And like I said, thanks for having me on the show. Good to be on with all you guys. This is a lot of fun. Appreciate it. Thank you, Seth. <laughs> and, uh, and Francie? Oh yeah, um, uh, somewhere. Uh, I like I'm taking walks outside a lot, which is very beneficial. But on the um thing on the computer, wackadoodle thing, um, Mastodon, Spoutable, Instagram mostly, Facebook a little. I don't. I'm still on the 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 bird <laughs> until. Um, but I'm not online a lot. I mean, if you you know I'm alive when you see my pictures mostly. That's right. That's I enjoy. And I'm enjoy getting the heads the ready for Halloween. There you go. All right. Thanks oh, for nice. having me. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Francie. And Joe. Well, you can find me on Mastodon. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on WordPress, jsantorsa.wordpress.com. And I'll announce it now, I guess. Uh, appearing on Max is the golden naked person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody's going to go and watch Naked Attraction now on Max. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm on Golden Attraction, so that's, that's me. Oh. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, don't watch. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, and you can follow me, Tim Cormall, on all the f- all the things except for the, the Twitter. So. <laughs> so with that, we'll close out with our good buddy, Lauren Mayers. Latest song of the week. This is The Speaker. <laughs> Take it away, Lauren, and we will see you all soon. Hello, folks. This is your Action News reporter with the latest from Capitol Hill. Republicans need to pick a new Speaker of the House, but they're so busy fighting amongst themselves, they just can't seem to get their act together making them look like they're just a few chicken legs short of a picnic. Here one comes, idiot, idiot, there one goes, hypocrite, hypocrite, and they ain't nothing.
nothing but schmoes They can't decide on a speaker Idiots, idiots Their conference keeps looking weaker Hypocrites, hypocrites any name someone floats Might take more than 15 votes And that last one was a squeaker Yeah, in the race to be speaker Look at the folks who are a seeker Scalise and Jordan, such a drag The choice between scum and back Which makes the prospects look bleaker Well, here's the latest news from Capitol Hill And it is utter chaos in the GOP conference No one seems to know what to do No one is in charge No one has a plan And it sure seems like this party's elevator Don't go all the way to the top floor You know what I mean? Can't decide Bickering, bickering Though they've tried We're snickering, snickering it's crazy town on their side. The house can't work with no speaker. Bickering, bickering. But that don't make these folks meeker. We're snickering, snickering. As with each other, they fight. It makes them look not real bright. They're more exposed than a streaker. I've just been handed the latest bulletin. Let's just say these folks are looking so confused, they don't know whether to scratch their watches or wind their butts. Oh, yeah, there still ain't no speaker. Squabbling, squabbling. Yes, their dysfunction needs a tweaker. Hobbling, hobbling. Meanwhile, the Dems are a solid team, thanks to Nancy and Hakeem, who are both smarter and sleeker. This mishgosh is a shrieker. Squabbling, squabbling. Making the whole country weaker. Hobbling, hobbling. Which makes it even more clear we got thrown out next year. Then we'll elect the next speaker. Idiot, there one goes. Hypocrite, hypocrite. Time to get rid of these schmoes.